Hey, hey. So, here we are, two pushy dames. Hello, dame one. No, dame two. Yes. Do we know who's dame one and dame two? Oh, you're obviously dame one. That's because I'm old. (laughs) I'd like to be dame two. I think I'll be dame two. You can be dame one. Whatever. Okay. So, we are talking about um, when parents sneak out on their kid after they've been dropped off. You know, that whole, go, 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 go. Um, And we're going to talk about the kind of separation anxiety things that happen a lot with young kids on Monday mornings or after a break or, you know, if they've been on vacation, the whole bit. So, so what do we think about that? Well, I think, <laughs> I think one thing to think like I'm, I'm like envisioning moments in my head <laughs> oh, from when I, I was in the classroom for all those years thinking about kids and what happened and, and what I learned mm-hmm. not to do more than what I learned to do. Yeah. But it's tricky. Children love and attach to their parents, are attached to their parents as they should be. Mm-hmm. And if you remember your child growth and development stuff and you go back to attachment theory with John Bowlby and Mary Ainsworth, and if you don't remember who they are, look them up. Um, <laughs> but children get attached to particular people and that's healthy for their social and emotional development. Mm-hmm. So then when they come to you and you're trying to take them away from that person that they're so attached to, of course they're going to have kind of a visceral reaction. They're going to be upset. They're going to cry. They, they're not mm-hmm. going to want to leave. And then there are those other kids who are like, see am I like just throw yeah. me out of the car and I'll run in on my own. Oh yeah. You know, temperamental styles. We already talked we about talked temperament. temperament. Yeah, but slow to warm up kids. Yep. Yeah. They're the ones, they have a hard time. So there'll be a lot of kids clinging to their parents again, especially if they had a vacation, you know, and maybe weren't around the past couple of weeks over the holidays or mm-hmm. like Leah said, a Monday morning. If they were with dad for the weekend, then all of a sudden they're back with mom and then they have to get back, you know, to school and yeah. leave mom again. It's yeah. hard. Or even I know sometimes, and I also know some parents listen to this or grandparents, you know, with a babysitter mm-hmm. or other people, you should never, ever sneak out on a child. Do not sneak out. Don't sneak out. There's been times where I've had the parent walk in, the child's having a hard time. We finally get the parent, uh, the child away from the parent a little bit. Like, oh, come over here, look, I have this cool Play-Doh, come smell it. And they come over and I looked up and I'd be like, where the hell did the parent go? What the freak, where'd the parent go? And the kid's like, where's my mom? And you're just like, oh God, they just snuck out. And I'm feeling left and deserted. You imagine how that child feels. I'm like, geez, you, you were just here two seconds ago. Where'd you go? I think yeah. sometimes <laughs> they think, oh, I'll sneak out now because they're busy. Mm-hmm. And they're happy but guess what I don't care if that child is is 12 months old mm-hmm. they're gonna I don't care if they're five months old they can look around and know you're gone mm-hmm. and then they're gonna say oh great yeah I can't trust them exactly that what the hell is a big trust issue right and, there. and trust is the mm-hmm. most important thing here's Eric Erickson now <laughs> go back to your child growth and development books mm-hmm. folks but Eric Erickson would tell you if a child doesn't learn to trust in those early years and early months mm-hmm. then they're learning mistrust Mm-hmm. So they're learning not to trust the adults that they are supposed to rely on. So if teachers conjure up a hurry up and sneak out, or mm-hmm. the parent sneaks out on their own accord, that's really bad for that child's social and emotional well-being. Yep. So it might seem easier, but but don't do it. Right. And, and the child will have a harder recovery time if the parent sneaks out versus if you just deal with the child being 100%. sad, says goodbye. You know, maybe you go about over to the window and wave to them when they get into the car, or maybe you bring them over and give them a picture of their family that they can hold on to yeah. while they're saying goodbye. There's a lot of little different tools and tricks you can use to help the child with that transition, but to just let the parent or, you know, tell the parent, just go, just go, just go. Don't do that, please. Yeah. You need to have a good 
goodbye ritual in the morning. And mm-hmm. you might not need this for all the kids in your classroom. No, you might need it for one or five. Yeah. But you need a goodbye ritual. So it, and and you need to have the words for the child and and help the parent with those words as well. Mm-hmm. I know you're upset when mommy goes to work, but I need to leave and this is your work and you're going to have fun at at Susie's house or the ABC daycare or wherever mm-hmm. you go and I need to go to work so I'm going to give you two hugs and two kisses and then I'm going to wave and you're going to be fine and mm-hmm. I'll wave to you at the window yep. and I'll see you again later on today. So, exactly what you just said. Letting them know the process and what's going to happen is super important. Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And parents don't always know that. They look to you to be their their director or their guide, you know, mm-hmm. okay, help me out here. What do I do? Right. And I'm, this is probably another podcast, but I'm a firm believer if a parent and child are on your premises, then it's up to you to be in charge. Mm-hmm. I see teachers sometimes, and maybe maybe I was a little guilty of this <clears throat> once or <laughs> twice, but saying, you know what? Let's see how that parent deals with that child running around the classroom or refusing to leave the playground. Let's yep. see. She's here now. That's her problem. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. If it's on your premises, you take what you know and, and your authority. And not to authority. mention, that scenario is so confusing for kids because it's like, so this lady is in, this teacher lady is in charge, but my mother comes and all of a sudden she has nothing to say and now it's my mother who's in charge. So they get very confused. And they can play that role oh, yeah. perfectly. And that's what happens. And then parents look like idiots. Teachers look like idiots, yep. to be quite quite honest, and yeah. the kid has total control of the situation and doesn't feel safe yeah. at the same time. And that's the exact time of day when when it's usually pickup time at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there's my mom's car or my dad's car. I'm going to sprout some horns in the tail now, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to turn into a child that wasn't here all day because I'm going to be the little mm-hmm. devil child. And everybody's yes. like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> and so you need to be clear about that. So, yeah. But some of the things that you can help with a child to make that transition is, you know, bring them over to the window to wave goodbye. Like Kathy said, give them the routine that they need, you know, two hugs, two kisses. It might be giving them a picture that they can hold on to, and it's a picture of their mom or their family or whatever. Um, it might be also, I had a child that had an old, big, fat watch. And actually, this is really dating us here. Uh, Swatch watch. It was an old one. And I had it in my classroom, and I had this one child who had trouble, and I put the watch on his wrist, and I used a... Uh, marker and showed him when his mom was coming back for him with the watch so he could keep looking at it he could not tell time but it was something that he was in control of and he had it on him that he could just keep looking at the watch to see when someone was coming for him and at the end of the day we took the watch off put it on the shelf and when he came in the morning okay let's put the watch on so you'll know when he, she's coming he didn't really know or could tell the time but it was just something he had control on uh, over because he didn't have control over mom needing to leave so it was just something helpful that's a great idea yeah another thing you can do is just make a, a really I know a lot of you have pictorial schedules in your classroom yes. so that the kids can see what happens next throughout the day so if you know that you know Leanne the crier uh, her <laughs> her her That's mom me. or dad come at 2:30 every day to pick her up you can give her a little pictorial schedule that she could actually carry around with her and she can look at it and say okay I made it through lunchtime now I have to take a nap then I'm gonna have a snack then I'm and I'm here like pretending I'm flipping, <laughs> flipping cards right now I don't know what you're flipping I'm going through something. I'm going through my pictorial <laughs> schedule in my hand but a little tiny notebook mm-hmm. or, or a little tiny photo album that you can get at the dollar store that kind of show the 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 routine of the day mm-hmm. and then just god it. forbid there's traffic and mom's late or she, you yeah. know she's on vacation or something's going on that makes her late but that can help a child feel more control too that you know yeah. mom's going to come back and i want to just point out because unfortunately i've seen this before is when a mother or father or caregiver is late 
and teachers bring it up in front of the child yeah. and it's in a negative way, like, oh, she's late again. Oh yeah, it'd be nice if she could pick up her kid. You know, please don't do that. Kids have ears, they hear, they know what, what you're talking about when a parent is running late. And then it may cause more stress and anxiety for that child when they know that their parent's running late. Yeah, the kid knows they're the last ones there, but don't add to it by saying negative things or letting the child hear you comment on the parent being late. And no one wants parents to be late, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to make the child feel bad about something that's happening with the with the parent. Because then the next day, the child may have a hard time leaving their parent knowing, uh-oh, they might be late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they made my teacher upset too. Right, exactly. You know? yeah. yeah, that's mm-hmm. a really good point. So the sneaking out thing's not a good idea. If, if you're somebody who has a babysitter, you yes. know... Daddy and Daddy and I are going to the movies tonight. I'm, I'm really dating myself. Does anybody really like going to date to the movies again? But Daddy and I are going to the bar. Uh, yeah, there you go. But um, you know, Mummy's going out tonight. Daddy's going out. Whatever it is, we're leaving, and you're going to be with the babysitter, and she's going to play some games or whatever, and we'll be back. Mm-hmm. And you know, go out and check in if you need to. Have the babysitter yeah. send you some some video clips to show that the child's okay. And if, if your child is extremely upset about anything, mm-hmm. you need to listen and figure out, if, make sure that's a good babysitter or make sure they're in a, the right child care facility. Yes. You want to be very conscientious about listening to your child's displeasure with anybody in their life. It can mm-hmm. be a relative or anybody else, certainly. But and being don't there too if it's out. new. Like if yes. all of a sudden the child's having trouble, like, you know, with you leaving and it never had never been an issue before, you know, pay attention to it. What's going on? Is it right. mom just find out she's pregnant and it's going to be a new baby or is there a new baby in the house? You know, is someone in the family sick that the child's afraid something's going to happen? Was there a car accident that the child heard of and now the child's afraid someone's going to get in a car accident when they leave you? All kinds of stuff runs through kids' heads. So it's something, just be aware of all of a sudden if the, if it, they um, behavior starts yeah. and it's new. And don't tell your kids you'll be waiting in the parking lot for them because <laughs> there are kids who will just look out the window all day trying to catch a glimpse of mommy or daddy in the parking lot. Be honest with them. Mm-hmm. I need to go to school or I need to go to work and this is where you stay and, and we'll see each other again later and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I love you to pieces. Absolutely. I love you to pieces, but I'm not going to sneak out on you. <laughs> yeah, don't right? sneak out. Don't let parents sneak out. Encourage them to say goodbye and have some sort of a ritual. Yeah, awesome. See ya. Bye. We're warning you now. We're leaving. We're leaving. We're leaving now. You'll be okay without us. And we'll see you soon. We will see you soon.